And away we go. Well, Bill Flint, think I might give tradition a break and grab myself a glass of whiskey. Woohoo! But Duarte Pramos, um, in terms of shout-outs, check him out. I was watching him compose some music the other day on his stream. That was awesome. That was really cool. Man, you got some talent there. That was a lot of fun. Um, guys kind of cooking up some music that was pretty great. But shout-outs today. Shout-outs. And we got a great article by Wild Bill Flint. So, let's start this off, though, with the shout-outs. And I don't want to say I got a lot of them, but I got a fair amount. Uh, I actually got more than I, I guess I'll say I thought I was going to get. But we got some nice ones. And I'm all about spreading community, coming together, having a good time, meeting cool people, having great conversation, and... Because this is a little bit of a stressful day, I think, for a lot of people, we're not going to talk about why, but let's get into it. So, I said, hey, give me something if you want to shout out. First one, two guys and some horror. So, this is on Twitter, at two guys horror pod, and they have a podcast. They're also on Anchor, Anchor FM, forward slash, two Dash guys, dash and, dash some, and horror. And here's the byline. We are just two guys. Sometimes we have guests who enjoy discussing horror movies. If you want good laughs and great commentary, come hang out with us each week. You can remind folks that we are always looking for suggestions and guests for the show that can email us or tweet at us. So the first ones to respond... Drop them, uh, drop them a line. Tell them I said hello. Tell them you said hello. Those guys have all sorts of episodes. Now, to give you a taste of what you might get if you check out these two guys' horror podcast, um, here's what we have. You know, duh. come on, browser, load it. Moving backwards from their episode 60, Halloween 4. Phantasm, Trick or Treat, Idle Hands, Critters 2, Jeepers Creepers, Freaked, Chopping Mall, The Witch, Hunt, Gate 2, Scare Package, Ringu, The Town of Dread Sundown, Mermaid Down, Southbound, Chud, I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Lost Boys, Jaws, Scream, Alien, Yoga Hosters, The Gate. They got tons of episodes. As a matter of fact, if you look at their cadence and you look at how many episodes they put out, they might be the only person that's close to me in the amount of fucking episodes that they put out. So give these guys uh, give these guys a look. They seem real cool, seem real nice. They're looking for guests. Maybe you want to go on there and talk about your own horror movie, favorite horror movies. So, stop by, tell them I said hi. So thanks so much for the reply. Now, let's get a little more serious and take a drink. No, that's not really what I was serious about. But the serious thing here comes by way of Nightmare Zombie Corn. And this is from Zombicorn Tales on Twitter, at Zombicorn Tales. She also does a lot of really good horror narration, so you can follow her on YouTube. Uh, check out some of the videos and narrations that she does. She does a great job. Uh, she's really nice. Again, you can check her out on Twitter. Now, she wanted me to shout out and promote something that was not necessarily related to her at all. 
She has a GoFundMe for a friend of hers. And here's the byline in the text of that particular GoFundMe. We are a small family of three. I'm currently unemployed due to health issues, and my spouse is a very hardworking man. His truck broke down, and we've been quoted around, quote, unquote, worst case scenario, $6,000 and as little as $4,500 for our truck to be repaired. My spouse needs to work, and I need help with the fix. Anything will help. I normally don't ask for handouts and can normally figure things out on our own, but this is a little much. Thanks for listening. Now, this particular hyperlink, if you wish to check this out, and I would please say, uh, if you can, do it. Hey, you know what? Look, you work hard for your money, too. We all do. But if you can spare the price of a cup of coffee, even, any of that stuff helps when you're really in a bad place. So, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash GF dot M-E forward slash U forward slash Y four V V J three. So, um, check it out. You know, anything you can do, uh, would really help them out. And again, you can check out zombie corn tales. They're not horror narrations about corn or zombies. I love corn and I love zombies. So those are two of my favorite things is corn and zombies. So again, stop by, check her out. Next thing we got is from Strawberry Daiquiri, uh, whose Twitter handle is at Shoes Dreaming. But that's spelled a little differently. It's S-H-O-U-I-S Dreaming. He has an incredibly adorable dog. And even if you're not going to interact with the fella, just follow him for the dog pictures. What else are you online for? Cat pictures, dog pictures, in this broadcast, apparently. But you can stop by and check him out. He passed along two things. The first was a tweet that just said, and I'm going to say this in a voice that I'm probably sure is not like his voice, but I'm going to read it this way because it was capitalized and ended with a period and just says, this is a good song. And I imagine he probably didn't just stare off into space like that when he read it. But the song that he passed along was Josh Whitehouse, A New Mission. I listened to it. It's pretty good. Maybe not necessarily the sort of stuff that I listen to all the time, but solid. And because I am a generous fella, and I'm having a blast, and I think this is a whole hell of a lot of fun, he sent along a second one. This one, too. Fucking rockin' rhythm. I also imagine he didn't deliver that in a stone-faced thing when he typed it out. It's probably more like this. This one, too! Fucking rockin' rhythm! No, I doubt he said it like that, either. But I have to dress this up a little bit. In that particular song was Out of the Matrix by Suko G. T-S-U-K-O-G. So check that out. Actually, I like that one kind of a lot, if I'm honest. So there, there's two songs. So, so far, we have some donations. We have a podcast you can listen to. We have some great songs you can listen to. But what about Black Cat's Poppy? 
Black Cat's Poppy, she t- she's on the show. And she likes to write, even though she says she's not a writer. And she posts amazing pictures of Colorado. So she said, okay, here's, here's what she said. You ready? Don't promote me. I got nothing. I say, I don't necessarily agree. I think you got something. And if you follow Black Cat's Poppy on Instagram, you'll see some really great, colorful, vibrant, well-shot pictures of Colorado. Uh, She says that she only uses a $60 camera to take these pictures. And when she and I were talking earlier, I said, well, but you've got beautiful subject matter. When you're coming from a position of shooting something quality, you don't have to necessarily use an expensive camera to capture all that beauty. So check out Black Cat's Poppy. Maybe maybe she thinks she doesn't have nothing to shout out, but she does. And you can tell her that Cigar Goyle is defiant and says, no, he's going to shout her out anyway. Next time, if you don't want to be shouted out, just don't say anything and don't like and don't retweet because I wrote, I wrote down and watched all these. She also, okay, Flixology 101, after he put salt in his beard and poured it all over his face, replied, I think I saw a tweet of her singing Joe Walsh. She did, in fact, post a video of herself singing along with Joe Walsh. Black Cat's Poppy is an amazing karaoke star. Uh, She loves singing along with Joe Walsh. Uh, She says yes for everyone's entertainment. Seriously, bravo. I'm not making fun of you. It made my day. You all make my day. And I I don't say that lightly. I'm saying that completely and 100% honestly. And speaking of these two people that are facing off here in the chat, Flixology 101. Maybe you want to watch a movie, but you're like, I... Look, how are you going to sit and watch a movie and, and not have something to drink? Maybe it's a glass of water. Maybe you like a soda. Or I know. Maybe what you like is whiskey or beer, beer especially. If, if you're like, God, there's so many choices. I go to the store and I'm overwhelmed by the amount of choices that are here. Am I supposed to get a craft beer? Am I supposed to get something that's, do I get a lager? Do I get a Pilsner? Browns, ale, stouts, Belgians, IPA, pale ale. What is all this? If you have no idea what you're doing, both in terms of watching movies and pairing them with drinks or in life, then what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to stop by and you're going to want to check out Flixology 101. The man filled a glass. will fill your glass with great recommendations for movies and drink pairings. You can follow him on Twitter, Flixology 101. He's also got a website, a great website, chock full of information, articles, reviews, drink pairings, humor, really good stuff. Now, he's commented that he's never heard a company mission stated so clearly. It's because, haven't you, haven't you heard this golden voice? Of course not. Black Cat's Poppy says, wow. <laughs> but you can check out Flixology 101. He's really great. But. Okay, Flixology 101, this is another fella, okay? You want to talk about gracious, you want to talk about, you know, pushing the, uh, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, Paying it forward. That's what I was, paying it forward, silly. Uh, 
paying it forward, okay, he said, <clears throat> I'm going to say this the way Phil DeGlass talks, although <laughs> he's been on this podcast before, so you know what he sounds like. But he says, hey there, I'm going to try to get to the lounge tonight with you. I think it would be great to shout out at Zone 2020 on Roku. It's a great channel that has provided the escapism I really needed lately. So check them out, Zone 2020 They're also on Twitter, and you can so you can interact with them. And you know, again, just some you know some great content, some great movie stuff, some fun stuff, maybe some esoteric stuff that you normally wouldn't get a chance to see or listen to. Flexology 101 said, that is mellow and soothing. Astro Radio Z, by the way, on his stream the other day, and I'm going to shout Astro Radio Z out too. Another great podcast, great guy, he's a lot of fun. You can follow him on Twitter and on Twitch. And he was streaming games yesterday, and he beat Shenmue. I watched him beat the end of Shenmue after he valiantly struggled against the great Chai. He beat him. He beat him, and he beat the game. And he did it AI. He did it ASMR style. So when he got to the end of the stream, you know, he was talking very soothing and very quietly like this. And that was maybe the first time that I've ever seen him in such an environment. And I told him that I was a big fan of ASMR and really liked what he was doing. So again, you can stop by and check out Astro Radio Z. Now, on Twitch, he's, I think, no, wait, he's Astro underscore Radio underscore Z podcast is Astro Radio Z, and he's Astro Radio Z on Twitter, and I don't think there are any underscores. But search around, you'll find him. He's got a big audience, so um, uh, got a great following, great great community there. So make sure you check them out. Some other things that we could pass around that we'd also like to promote. How about some video games? Because we segued into video games, right? You want to get into some video games? How about Throwdown Show? Throwdown Show has been doing... Podcast episodes with a bunch of rough and tumble gamer dudes that get on there and battle it out with a wide variety of opinions, views, consoles, PCs, games, whether that's tabletop or video games. Throwdown Show has been at it for a long time. And those guys uh, have sent this along. They said, tell them Throwdown Show on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and any podcast app. Any. Any podcast app. If your six-year-old grandson hacks together a podcast app, it'll be on there. Any podcast app. They're throwing the gauntlet down. They're throwing it down, they're out there, and they're on it. But seriously, Throwdown Show, great great energy on there. Those guys have been doing that for ages. They've been doing it forever. It's very entertaining. Um, I also would say, yeah, check that out, especially if you're looking for gaming news good opinions. You got some guys on there that have been writing articles for video game publications for a very long time. So it's also really good stuff. Um, and we have one more of those. I'm going to call this up. And then we're going to get to a hilarious, I say hilarious because it's fun for me, uh, portion of this particular episode and this particular podcast as we shout some things out. Now, we also had one. Uh, this is for the Multiverse show. Uh, this is another gaming show. Um, oh, shit. Flexology 101. He's already doing it, man. Two guys from Horror Podcast. He's already following them. Hey. 
there we are. I really appreciate that, man. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of great folks that interact there out on Twitter. I know Twitter can be a cesspool. I know basically social media can be a cesspool in general. But here's the thing. We'll be the bulwark, okay? We'll be, we'll be the sandbags that prevent the sewage water from creeping in. Because we got a lot of great folks out there. All of you that are listening to this that have participated, that dropped likes, dropped tweets, talk in, stream, write your own stuff, write articles, go out there, have fun, shoot pictures, have debate shows. I love it. I love it, and I, I, I say that truly and sincerely from the, the bottom of my heart. Fixology 101 has it nails. He says, if you stay in your corner, Twitter is fine. Truer words were never, uh, were never more spoken than that right there. But Multiverse Show, okay? So that's another one. You can go on Twitter, at Multiverse Show. It's another group of guys. They've been doing that for a long time. They put out some great content. They have some great episodes. Um, I, I believe uh, their channel is on... I, I don't know if, they, or if they're on Twitch. I know they're on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube, um, YouTube has Multiverse Show... You can also follow them on Twitter. That's at Multiverse Show. Great group of guys. Again, gaming news, gaming opinions. Very smart group of guys, you know, from all corners of the country and world and globe, I think, maybe. Got some Canadians on there. I think there's some guys from Europe on there. Same thing with Throwdown. Great, great spread of folks out and around. Black Cat's Poppy might be time for her to go nap-nap because, uh... What she's saying, what I'm reading here in the chat is, I'm exhausted from being hysterically funny on Twitter today. She really was. And that sing between that and singing, it's tough. I was singing along in my car earlier today to some journey. And I'm not gonna tell you which song, but I'll tell you what song it was not. It was not Don't Stop Believing. Why? Because it's not very good. Flexology 101 has a good guess. He's not correct, but Stone and Love is also a very good song. I'm a big fan of that. So, all right. After those particular shout-outs, okay, now we get to another fun component. We're going to try this. <laughs> this is, this is going to be difficult. Actually, for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, I, I, you're, you know, you're going to take a break. For those of you listening to this as a podcast, you're going to take a brief break. For those of you watching live... So, I also said that if you favorited or retweeted my initial tweet, you're also going to get a little shout-out of your own. So, this took a little bit of work, but I went through these. And, let's go through Liked by BDC Jack-O-Lantern, at BDC1288. Now, the rest of these usernames that I'm going to read out, these are all Twitter handles. If you're unfamiliar with Twitter... You can just type twitter.com, a forward slash, and then the names that I read out, and you can find all these people. But Black Cat's Poppy says, I took such a big gulp of water, you could hear it hit the bottom of my stomach. What did it sound like? What's in the bottom of your stomach? Uh, I'm going to guess eggplant parmesan, because that sounds really good right now. I'm a big fan of eggplant parmesan. Uh, no, she just says splash. 
trying to do sound effects. I can do kazoo sound effects really good, but I can't really do water splashes very well. BDC Jack-O-Lantern, horror writer, loves and trains MMA, dedicated husband and father, contributor for at HorrorHoundBlog, hashtag mutant fam, proud patriot, no DMs. We also have Gabrielle Gamash Nettles at Gabrielle Nettle One. She makes movies. She's a really stand-up gal. Uh, good writer. Great sense of humor. We also have Shenandigans. Get it? Shenandigans? I play video games. Quote-unquote influence peeps and try to be funny. At Twitch, twitch.tv, shenanigans, email business at shenanigans.com. Writer for at Village Nintendo, Manitoba, Canada. And then, of course, we've talked to this amazing motherfucker before, Scott West from the Feedback and Forth podcast at Feedback. No, and Feedback, sorry, not at, and Feedback. Two guys who survived the 90s Northwest music explosion. And have the battle scars to prove it. Loadable, grab a can of Rainier and enjoy the journey. And listen to sweet tunes. And talk to Scott and read his good books, too, because he's a fucking great writer. And then we have A Mind on Fire. A Mind on Fire. He's also in there, too. No podcast, no YouTube channel. Just slapping some words down about movies, television, and other odd assortments for your reading pleasure. So, maybe you don't like to listen to my dumb voice. Maybe you're tired of hearing people talk. Maybe there's so much noise and static, and, and you don't want none of that. And you just like to sit and have a read. Check out A Mind on Fire. But then again, perhaps you're looking for other streams, and you're looking for people who like to stream games, especially Hunt Showdown. Then, at that point, at DS Virus, PC Gamer, Metalhead, Packer fan, Penguins fan, individualist, egalitarian, libertarian, catechist, deist, open-minded, beer-drinking bastard. That's that guy. So you definitely want to follow him. Do you, you hear all that stuff I just said? I mean, the guy's a fucking joggernaut. And then we have M.D. Ratch. Rache. M-D-R-A-C-H-E. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Now... I'm going to read you his byline here from Twitter. Oh, freddled guntbugly, thy micturations are to me as plurtled gabbleblotchtits an allergic bee that morgiously hath blurted out its irritated jurtles, comma, grumble. Gurkle smants, gurg blogger florts, schmazapam. I don't know what any of that means. I just read the words, folks. I'm not very smart. King Dinosaur, Scott West, of course. Writer, musician, author of the novel, Ghosts on the Highway, co-host of Feedback and Forth Podcast, independent free thinker. But, as he says in his Twitter bio, everything he touched, he destroyed. Scott Death Touch. He knows the dim mock. What the hell is the dim mock? Death touch. And then you ask him to pick a brick, and he picks the top one, and the guy's like, No! Bottom one! And then he does it. 
Of course, then Ogre just picks up and fucking headbutts through it, which to me is the better move, if I'm 100% honest. I, I'm a huge fan of, like, bald headbutts. Then we have Deep Whispers ASMR. That's at ASMR underscore deep. An ASMRtist with lots of creativity to share. Enjoy the tingles and enjoy life. I feel like that right there is uh, a little bit of a dictum that we could all follow. Enjoy the tingles. You get ASMR, you get the little tingly tingles on the back of your neck. It's good stuff. And then, of course, you have Surfing Horror. That's just at Surfing Horror. Horror movies, TV, reviews. Tops, curiosities, long live to the dead. And then we have, and this is one of the best, um, I don't want to say handles, but it's pretty great. I guess handle. Now, his his at name on Twitter is at Knut48210, which is K-E-N-U-T-E 48210. But the name, the name attached to that account is The Atomic Hillbilly Hank Johnson! Flixology 101 says, well, not the wrestler Toro Tanaka, the Tanaka from Bloodsport. It's from the Tanaka clan, Tanaka clan who trains... Jean-Claude Van Damme, e.g. Frank Ducks. Oh, yeah, you must be the guy, Frank Ducks. No, that's Dukes. Like, put up your Duke. Anyway, we'll move on from that because we also had some retweets, and retweets were supposed to be read in an announcer's voice. So, for example, Black Cat's Poppy, if you're looking for the only movie that combines ferocious felines and their dens of iniquity, then check out this summer's lurid, steamy blockbuster, Black Cat's Poppy. But then again, maybe you're out for this summer's most refreshing drink. New from Twitter Beverages, you have strawberry daiquiri. Maybe you're tired of drinking amber deliciousness in a glass, and you're looking for something more refreshing, tasty. Try a strawberry daiquiri. Refresh your life, refresh your spirit. Strawberry daiquiri. They tried to silence him. They wouldn't let his publications be known. The communications were cut off. His articles destroyed. They chased him away from his homeland. And now, for the first time, you can listen to the riveting story. See the action as it unfolds in A Mind on Fire. Coming this summer to WTV20. I always use WTV20 because that was like a public access channel here for whatever reason Fixology 101 says he has an urge for a daiquiri right now I would love a daiquiri if anybody's cooking up daiquiris you can send one over to the cigar going lounge fucking basement studio and then Imdrashe you know I tried to think of a byline for him but the thing is like if you go back and you read his thing it, it, it it's a lot of strange words so If you're looking for intellectual stimulation and you're looking for a combination of things that sound like maybe they shouldn't go together, I would recommend you stop by and check out a man who's described as not being the Messiah, but instead a very naughty boy. Stop by and check out M.D. Ratch. See what sort of crazy things get stirred up week in and week out. You'll be charmed to death 
by this silly, naughty, confusing little man. Casey Kasem, I tried. I didn't want to put quite that much. However, he does it. I'm not, I look. I'm not going to compare myself to Casey Kasem. Guy's a legend. Canute four eight two one zero. The Atomic Belly, Hick Johnson. You're going to head on down tonight. We got action, action, action. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Watches the Atomic Hillbilly Hick Johnson fights himself against big monster trucks. Demolition derbies, tractors, tractor pulls, horse pulls, pig pulls, pig roast, chicken roast, chicken leg, barbecue ribs, everything and more. This weekend, down at the State City Fair, check out the Atomic Hillbilly Heck Johnson. Flixology 101 says, keep those feet on the ground and reach for the stars. I'm trying, folks. I'm really trying. But then, in the darkness of night, they came. The undead, shumbling from their graves, they refused to rest. But they were popping. They were popping, and some of them were candied. Along with that, some more of them were creamed. Some of them were on the cob. And now you can hear their story. Zombie corn tales. Check it out. This summer... To wherever horror novels are sold. Now, my blatant opinion, because my blatant opinion is that you should probably check in and listen to the show every day during the week. At least Sunday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. Also, you can check out the Cigar Going Lounge podcast. Now, that might be my blatant opinion, but we'll share yours. Send in your blatant opinions, and we'll read them on the air. James Price, nine. They tried the first eight James Prices. None of them were successful. First, it was the technology. Second, it was the chemistry. Then the strength. Then the ferocity. But now, they've discovered the secret. After cloning James Price nine times, he can do it nine times. Stronger, faster, harder. Watch one man as he stands up against a horde of evil cyborg unicorn robots. Fuck, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. And of course, we move on to uh, another cool guy. Because he says that he's a star fan, a bass player, a master chef, and an awesome dude. He has a day job. He loves his puppy. He's a Dallas fan until he dies, and a mutant fan. And then, of course, we had... <laughs> Can I do Sterling Holloway? I would have to probably go watch some of that to see if I could mimic it very well. Um... <laughs> I, I I try to I try to spread stuff out and do a little bit of my own uh, flavor to a lot of these. And speaking of flavor, we have the flavor of B Zone 2020. If you're not good enough for the A Zone, but you're better than the C Zone, and you've tried it in the past, 2019, 2018, 2016, 17, 16. 
If you're not ready for the A-Zone, but you're better than the C-Zone, then check out B-Zone 2020. They're not talking about movies. They're talking about experience. And then, of course, we have Dean McKilligan. I love horror movies, haunted houses, and old cemeteries. No politics, no BS. Trolls are hunted down and shot. Do not follow back online weed sellers. You might wonder what one of these things has to do with the next. I can't tell you. And there we have it. That's the end of the shout-outs. <laughs> As always, if you have anything that you'd like me to shout-out, read, talk, narrate, promote, chill, guest spot, whatever it is, stop by and give me a holler. I'm always happy to do all that. And that was going to be, that was going to be the end of tonight's episode. I got clapping hands from Black Cat's Poppy. Thank you so much. And I got to thank you and an appreciate it from Flixology 101, which means the world to me because that guy is just one hell of a guy. Although he puts salt in his fucking beers, man. What you doing? That is maybe the funniest gif I've ever seen in my life. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then go, Paul, uh, go through Flixology 101's timeline. You'll see it. Mmm, salt. God, I love salt. Seasoned salt, celery salt, onion salt, garlic salt, buttered salt, mm. Himalayan salt, sea salt. Mm. So, that was initially going to be the end of today's episode. However, I figured that there's probably a lot of people out there that can use a little bit more entertainment, a little bit more spice. So I've got something spicy, something spicy to share. And what is that, you might ask? Well, Wild Bill Flint slaved away all day writing another article and post that we're also going to read out right now. So thank you once again, Wild Bill Flint. That's at Wild Bill Flint on Twitter. Guy's a great writer. Um, so we're going to dig right into this. Uh, this is a pretty good read. And I want to say that, uh, he initially was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to get it done. I was like, come on, come on. You got like four hours. You can go, go home, finish it. I need shit to read on this damn podcast. While Bill Flint says, yeah, we'll go with slaved away all day. Wink. I have to say wink because... Otherwise, the people who listen to this podcast can't see the chat. But, 11-3-2020, smoky. Election day. I'm staying the fuck away from it, or trying to. Every website, every television is blasting this shit into your head. Doesn't matter if it's social media, games, shopping sites, all of it, it's Fucking insane. And so the blank page is getting me something fierce today. Hell, I've been here for 45 minutes and have only written this much. I listened to the Far Cry 2 tapes a few times in a row. And I just switched over to his writing playlist hoping it'll help snap my brain into gear. The amount of caffeine ripping through my system on a largely empty stomach has got me positively... 
twitchy. So no, that's not really helping today. Plus this damned Hemingway is plugged as fuck. It's all I can do to stop myself from grinding my fucking teeth. I made a deal myself this morning. If I did all the dishes, I could come here, smoke a few cigars, get some words down. So, of course, blasted through my dishes with Cut the Cord by Shine Down on Repeat in about eh, 15 minutes tops. Score. As you can check out this thread, threadreaderapp.com thread forward slash 1320-971632144363520.html. In case it's not there, it's about Worf from Star Trek, who apparently didn't grow up with Klingons. I'm not a TNG guy. Kirk, greater than Picard. But understood Klingonness through their image, their mythology. So he, in an attempt to be authentic, spends his life trying to live up to that ideal. He discovers over and over again the idea he's trying to live up to is just mythology. The heroes of that culture fall short continually. But because he can't, or won't, slash, doesn't, let go of his image of the true Klingon. He manages no small amount of success in striving to lift up to that mythological stature. This reminds me of something I encountered quite starkly the last time I was in New York City a couple years ago. I'd flown into New York to meet my sisters and deal with the issues of my father's estate. We had the meeting on Friday morning at 9 a.m. We all met there. Liz showed up at 8.30, where I was waiting, in the street corner. She called Laura, who said that she was still driving in. So we looked at each other, shook our heads. Liz, like me, is a frenzied, neurotic mess. Laura takes life as it comes. Rolls the dice, and shit seems to fall into her lap. Late 45 showed up. We're looking at her watches, pacing around. Spotted a parking spot a block away and wandered up at 8.50-something. Liz and I just shook our heads. What the fuck does this always happen? I wondered aloud. I... I don't know. That always does, though, Liz said. It was in that moment... 26 months ago that I realized my middle sister had the right of things and it was the two of us who were wrong. All that anxiety, all that preemptive worry, was nothing. It just takes up cycles. Ages us prematurely, getting in the way of everything we thought was helping us do better. As opportunities flew by, even sometimes stopping to check in and see if we were interested, we were too busy worrying about the downstream effects to actually just get off our asses and follow or take them. We get out of the meeting, go grab something to eat, and Liz says, So what time is your flight? Meaning my flight back to Nashville. I smiled. 2.30. Laura noticed the twinkle in my eye and said, wait, what day is your flight? Tuesday. 
you're just going to hang out in the city for four days and you weren't going to tell us? I don't think you're going to want to come with me where I'm going. But if you want to hang out, I'm definitely into it. The demurred. Well, the plan was to hit a bunch of my old haunts. Get ripping drunk. And just reconnect with my city. Rewind a decade and a half. I used to take my notebook and head to the Chinese calligraphy section of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, sit on a bench, and write. Sometimes I'd go to the little garden they had set up right there and write. There. It was fun, quiet, meditative. And pretentious as fuck. So on that Saturday, I did. I went to the Met, drank deep of the arms and armor exhibit, which is exquisite, by the way, and made my way up to Chinese calligraphy. I sat down on a bench in one of those dark, quiet rooms, having spent an hour just staring at it and, pho- and photographing brushwork. I pulled out my notebook. I was struck a couple pages in. I don't know what I was writing about. Suppose I could find it. And how this time, it was an absolutely honest experience. The pretension of the past became the authenticity of the present. I was living up to the mythology I'd created for myself so many years ago. So when that wharf thread came up last week, it struck a chord. It's kind of the same thing. A story roughly told, interpreted over time by people trying to live up to it, reminded me immediately of two things. Authentic recipe gatekeeping. Think about pizza. Or hot dogs, Philly cheesesteaks, or chili. People will go to war arguing about what makes an authentic New York pizza or real chili. Those recipes didn't come from anything like that. This is what people made. The way they made them. And sure, it's all a little too contemporary to say because that's what they had, but the point is the same. The pattern emerges, and it's taken as gospel, given far more power later on than it ever had in the moment. In that moment, it becomes mythology. Which brings me to the other idea that's kicking around in my head about it all. Is that not literally the mechanism by by which myths are created and become religion? To say people have religious wars about the right way to make chili or pizza may not even be a fucking metaphor. It's admittedly a half-baked thought, or more properly, a thought half-baked into language, but it seems the exact same mechanism. Repeated iterations of a story becoming more and more strictly codified, becoming more of an ideal than a story over time, eventually crossing a threshold where people hold up the story as an ideal. becomes myth, completely independent, if not in spite of its reality. What I need to do is finish Peterson's Maps of Meaning, where he talks, among everything else, about the evolution of mythology. I expect he's done more research on the topic than I've done thinking. See, it seems to me that I should have more than a paragraph or two to say about that. But I don't. That's the idea. Is it not the case the aspiration of humanity is to a necessarily mythological ideal? I know people get pissy when you take the wind out of the religion, but the story of the resurrection, for instance, is a couple thousand years older than two. 
Christianity is just the latest iteration. If you're a believer, I envy you. I say that with no snarkiness or scorn. Really, must be amazing. But I'm not, I don't, and the likelihood that I ever will be is functionally zero. But I wonder if it matters, if it matters at all. The value of a religion isn't in whether it's true or not, but in how it inspires us to behave and what we strive towards. Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, Judaism, Taoism, at their best, they're cultural appropriative templates overlying personal ideas. No? I've admittedly done more agonizing about the meaning of life than I have just grabbing something and running towards it, and life is about doing rather than knowing. So as nice it would be to be sure of something regarding the ultimate truth of the universe, I'm not sure it's important. See, that turns my mind to Alexander Cortez's continual, dead-on admonishments to stop worrying about deciding just Pick something. Pick the mythology and strive to fulfill the ideas it exemplifies. So if my conclusions are correct, insofar as they go, and Nietzsche was right when he said, God is dead. God remains dead and we have killed him. How shall we comfort ourselves, the murderers of all murderers? Was the holiest and mightiest of all the world as yet owned as bled to death under our knives? Who will wipe this blood off of us? What water is there for us to clean ourselves? What festivals of atonement? What sacred games shall we have to invent? Is that the greatness of this deed too great for us? Must we ourselves not become gods simply to appear worthy of it? Which he unarguably was. Then does picking a damn mythology to replace what we have lost not remain our best hope for an ideal we can strive to? All these kids out there pretending they're Jedis or wearing Star Trek officers' uniforms, they're easy to laugh at, and I personally believe they deserve some derision, but can you really blame them? Do they not have a point? They're not pretending it's all real. Well, they're pretending it's real, but not that they're deceiving themselves. I can't help but think about the modern mythology of Iron Man. Doesn't it present an amazing example is there a better hero in modern fiction for a modern age? Self-centered narcissist, humbled to turn to his late father for answers, striving always to make the most of the Promethean gift, to redeem himself against his past failings at the very least, than to finally sacrifice his own well-earned peace for all life? I submit, no, there's not. Scorsese can eat a dick. Surely you didn't think I was going to end this with an I am Iron Man reference, right? So anyway, more uh, great, crazy uh, uh, writing from the good old-fashioned um, Wild Bill Flint. So, oops. Oh broken sorry about that we had a little bit of a glitch do, 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 do. I don't know how to get back to this well I had a glitch on my stream because mostly because the <laughs> oh boy
sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the one fella, for whatever reason, that I clicked on in the chat to get rid of seemed to have unintentionally crashed the rest of this as I was reading it. So, Wild Bill Flint, uh, follow Wild Bill Flint um, if you liked that particular post. And he always posts some very insightful stuff. Um, you know, provocation for thought. Um, Wild Bill Flint says, grab the link to that wharf discussion. It's pretty interesting. A couple people took it in wildly different directions. I lost a lot of the rest of what was being said in that chat, so I'll have to go read that later. But guy comes in and starts talking about pre presidential election shit. It's the last thing in the world that we want to talk about, and we're not going to talk about it. So that, at that point, ends the long, wild, crazy, roundabout way to go through and do some shout-outs, do some stories, do some storytelling. I thank everyone so much for giving some recommendations, for throwing in some comment, for throwing in some recommendations. There's a lot of really cool people out there writing a lot of different things. There's a lot of different views. There's a lot of different viewpoints. There's a lot of different opinions on movies, both from people who like and dislike movies that we may and may not like ourselves, from different places and parts of the world, to pictures, to photographs, to video games, consoles and all spaces and places in between but the thing is do it the cigar goy lounge style man sit back take a puff take a drink take a pause chew on it a little bit don't have your initial inclination be to fly off the handle because here on nightcaps we remain completely calm and neutral Flixology101 says, thank you, kind sir. Good to see you again. Cheers. And cheers to all the rest of you. As per nightcap rules, we always have to finish this with a drink. Get some rest. Get some sleep. The other day when I was doing this, I was uh, addled as heck. I hadn't slept very well, didn't sleep very good. So get your rest. Take care and take it easy. And we will continue to do these nightcaps during the week, 11 p.m. Eastern, Sunday through Thursday. Take it easy out there. That's going to be it for tonight's episode. I hope you check out some of those people that we shouted out. They're all great folks to interact with. Fun, wide variety of different opinions and views. Always makes me laugh. Always makes me smile. Thank you so much. This wouldn't be very much fun without all the rest of you out there. So, that's going to do it for now. Take care out there, okay? See you soon. Good night.